So, you know, my I told you earlier, but my cousins from Denmark were in town last week. Yeah, sure. And they um, apparently both listened to the podcast. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. Yeah, I was actually really surprised. At first, split second, I was like, how do you guys know about... Ah, Facebook. Facebook, of course. Oh, man. And uh, I was pretty impressed. I was like, what do you guys think? So we're we're sitting at dinner table with my family and my cousins. I mean, they're like in their 30s. They're they're my age. So they were like, well, so, oh, this is this and we like that. And what is this? It was the whole conversation over dinner was, what are certain cereals? Huh. So like... I told they're like, what's this week's episode? I'm like, oh, it's going to be puffed wheat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, puff wheat. What's puff wheat? And I'm like, so it's like wheat and it's like puffy and it tastes like foam. And they're like, <laughs> then they talk to each other in Danish. It's a boy and a girl. They talk to each other. And they're like, oh, like uh, like Rice Krispies. I'm like, no, no, that's Rice Krispies. Like, this is like puffy and it's wheat and it's covered in sugar, but like candy coating. And they're like, oh, I see. It's like... Uh, this other one that's wrong. And I'm like, no, uh, just listen to the show. So, uh, so. Wait, do you, do you speak Danish? I don't speak Danish. No. No. Oh. You're going to be, I was going to be very impressed with you for a second. No, speak Merkin. <laughs> speak Merkin. Yeah. So, now, I said, so now I'm not impressed with you at all. Sorry. No. Back to lackluster co-host. <laughs> uh, but I sent um, my... Younger cousin, you know, like he's like 30. He was really into the show. I sent him home with the General Mills variety pack. Oh, very nice. Which, what, what, what are all the ones that are in that one? All right. So this one is actually pouches. It's okay. not boxes. And this one had, I'm going to go with eight. So it had Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, nice. Frosted Cheerios, nice. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, Tricks, and Golden Grams. It's very Cheerios heavy, that, that, that one. Mm-hmm. But it's good. And what was cool is like half of them we've recorded, half of them we haven't. So I'm like, here's what I want you to do because he was playing catch up. I said, you eat it right before or during the show and you can sort of get a a taste for what we're uh, talking about because they don't have a lot of those flavors, especially in Denmark, but in most of Europe. Huh. It's very nice. I I mean, Hasselhoff has Germany. These guys right here. We got Denmark. We got the Danes. Mm. We got the Danes. We should do a special episode about Danish for them. (laughs) <laughs> i like the cheese danish personally i i prefer a nice berry danish oh god danish is so good danish is delicious what, that's one of those things when i was a kid mcdonald's used to have danish this is like in the 80s uh-huh yeah i used to get a cheese danish from mcdonald's and it was like the dream <laughs> oh my god okay let's let's back up on a mcdonald's danish is not the dream well, when you're six years old, it is. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, you were young. We were we were young in the eighties. We were young once. Yeah, I, I forget sometimes <laughs> that we were young at some point. And I didn't grow up with a lot of like, like prepackaged junk food as a young kid. Mm-hmm. So when I did get it, I was like, "This is amazing!" Like all I wanted in life was American cheese. And my mom's <laughs> like, "That's not real cheese. It's garbage." Like the singles, they're individually wrapped ones. They're like, right. "But it's so good, and it's prepackaged. It's like my little cheese." Yeah, see, that's the that's the opposite of what my life was like, where like it was like all sugar all the time. So like mm-hmm. a, a McDonald's Danish is like, what is this? What is this garbage? I prefer, where are my little Debbies? Where are my zebra cakes? <laughs> well, this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is Cereal. Cereal! Cereal! Cereal!
today we're talking about a very popular cereal. It's been popular for over 100 years. All these cereals are so old. How are they so old? Well, I mean, we've had a couple of new ones, and I guess new is 50s and 60s, maybe. <laughs> well, 70s, I mean, but newer. Yeah, sure. Um, as, as people can tell, we're trying to round out sort of all the classics, but we want to work in stuff that actually tastes good in between, so we're back to the classics. Shredded wheat. Shredded wheat. I've been looking forward to shredded wheat. I love Are you a fan wheat. of shredded wheat? I love shredded wheat. Well, original shredded wheat. Oh, God. No, no one's actually a fan of original shredded wheat. Because I was about to fall out of my chair. I'm yeah. like, this guy hates everything that's unsweetened. <laughs> yeah, no. Frosted mini wheats is, is, uh, is my jam. Also, I, I do like original shredded uh, mini wheats, too. Or like the regular wheats. What do they call it? Shredded, shredded mini wheats? Shredded frosted wheats? Something. Whatever. We, it's, it's a good thing we're doing this episode. And clearly, Nick is prepared. <laughs> uh, shredded, uh, shredded wheats. The... Wait, no, that's not what it's called. Shred, frosted right. shredded wheat. Frosted okay. shredded wheat? We're, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. Okay. It's invented in 1890. 1890? By a guy named Henry Perky. <laughs> <laughs> what? I guess if you've got a name like Edwin Perky, you've got to make like breakfast cereal or like... Oh, that's... you got to be a morning person. You got, you've got to be a morning person. Edward Perky? <laughs> Can you imagine having a meeting with him and he's just like... He's like Eeyore. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Perky. Uh, I guess. Uh, well, I need a real pick-me-up this morning. You got any toast? <laughs> Mr. Perky, your, uh, your nine o'clock is here. Uh, just give me a few. I saw a horse die in the road today. I caught him. Oh, my God, Nick. <laughs> I watched a video recently about, like, the uh, that was one of the reasons that cars started to take over uh, for, for horses. <laughs> It's because there are so many horses that are dead in the street. <laughs> They're like, well, if you if you switch the cars, it'll be less of a public health hazard. Uh, fooled you. <laughs> uh, so he lived out in Denver. Oh. And so he created this process where the wheat is turned into strips. It's cooked, tempered, and then woven. Seems like a complicated process for a cereal. I mean, it seems complicated to do now. Yeah, right? I can't. I feel like the machine that you that did this was like the kind that would like if you're five feet away from it, somehow it could like suck your arm in and rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that the only kind of machine that would be able to do this is like a Willy Wonka machine. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's, it's like a, a, a wheat field goes in one side and a little biscuit <laughs> comes out the other. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Awooga, awooga. There's a steam whistle involved. Aye, 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 aye. <laughs> um, so it gets a little complicated. So he invents it in 1890. He starts selling it to vegetarian restaurants in 1892. What? There are vegetarian restaurants in 1892? Man, they've been all over the place, all over time. Ever? Denver is so hip and cool, man. Yeah, they really are. Like, Denver is ahead of their time. They've always been ahead of their time. They are. Um, the other business he had was he leased these cereal manufacturing machines to other companies. So he's got this process and he's making his own cereal, but he's also leasing the machinery. Hmm. One of his customers, a Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. Oh, one Dr. Kellogg, eh? Oh, Dr. Kellogg, you say. Hmm. I'm stroking a beard I don't have. Uh, he admired the process, but he declined to buy the patent from uh, Henry. That's an interesting business move. 
Yeah, so he's like, yeah, it looks good, but he probably didn't think it was worth anything. Yeah. But in 1906, after uh, Dr. Kellogg forms the Kellogg's company, he makes an offer, and Perky says, no thanks. <laughs> the original badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Can you imagine? Uh, Kel- For some reason in my head, I think like the Kellogg's guy looks like uh, Teddy Roosevelt. And I, don't, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> just tiny spectacles. I think that just, uh, I'm pretty sure he had tiny spectacles at the very and least. And the parted hair. Yeah. I feel like. But you can see him, he like bangs at us. He's like, refuse? Nobody refuses Dr. Kellogg. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he tips his top hat. <laughs> um, so Perky forms the Shredded Wheat Company and it gets purchased by National Biscuit Company in 1928. National Biscuit Company, we all know as Nabisco. My mind just was blown right there. I think like I thought it was like a last name. I, who whose last name is Nabisco? Why would I think that? Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. it was National Biscuit Company. Just uh, minds are being blown. This just- this opener here. <laughs> We're in like minute five and Nick's about to pass out. <laughs> Just so much blood loss from all of my mind being blown. So what's cool is the Shredded Wheat Company did all their manufacturing in Niagara Falls. And it was used in the marketing. So they, they used Niagara Falls for the hydroelectric power. Okay. And there's these old posters that says, baked by electricity. All right. Wait, so, uh, they're, so they're vegetarian restaurants. There's green energy. When, where, did we, where did we go wrong? From 1890 or from the early 1900s to here, I have I don't know. I mean, I think I think it was, I don't know. I could speculate. So they move all the production to Naperville, Illinois, where they still make shredded wheat for Nabisco. Then now, if we fast forward to the future, Nabisco made shredded wheat for all these years from 1928, and then in the early 90s, Kraft buys out Nabisco, and Kraft had already purchased the Post brand. Oh. So they shift shredded wheat from Nabisco to Post because it's a, it's their cereal line. Yeah. How about them apples? Wow. And that's how we end up with Post original shredded wheat as we have it today. Huh. Now, let's go back and talk about the name shredded wheat. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me ask a question. Yeah. Just real quick. So does is there anything in your research that indicates... Why people continue to eat shredded wheat without frosting on it for so long? Because otherwise, it's basically inedible. Yes, actually, there is something. Well, so I, I was looking at a lot of old advertising for original shredded wheat, and it's advertised to like put a pat of butter on the biscuit, sprinkle with cinnamon sugar, and pour on warm milk. Yeah, they're not like, oh, just eat it. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't just eat this thing straight. There's no way that you're going to be able to do it. You're, there's no way a human could choke this down. Now, have you seen the original, the size of the original shredded wheat? It's like the whole box, right? Yeah. So they're called wheat pillows. This is literally a wheat pillow. That's, that'd be such an intimidating thing to like open up a box and be like, I guess I'm just going to break off a piece of this brick that's inside of this this box. <laughs> so. <laughs> the way I've seen like it marketed or the way people eat it is, is like, I guess you really only eat two. You put sugar on it, you pour milk, and then you like with your spoon, you sort of jam it in the middle and break it in half. Oof. And then I guess you just sort of, you can break it up or you can just eat it in four huge bites. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, this sounds so unappealing. It's so it definitely seems like old timey food. Like I can't even imagine it in any, in any color. Like it's in black and white to me in my head. <laughs> 
in real life, it actually is pretty much gray. So, <laughs> um, so they, they eventually come out with three sizes. You have original, <laughs> you have mini. Yes. And that's what you're thinking of. That's the one. So I couldn't get actual dimensions, but I feel like anecdotally, you have original. Uh-huh. Cut that in half the long way. Uh-huh. You have mini. Okay. Cut that in half perpendicular, you have bite size. So they just keep having it, right? right? Yeah. I don't think it was originally called bite size. It was like kid size or something like that. Or in the crunchy new spoon size, shredded wheat juniors. And they marketed the bite size ones, which were like probably they in the pictures, they look like the size of like Cheez-Its. Like they're really small. Mm-hmm. And they marketed them to kids. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you they're, they're for for kid size mouths. So then what happened? Check this out. Oh, oh, I just love I'm, this. I'm a, little, I'm a little creeped out by saying kid-sized mouths, by the way. Sorry. I think we should take that out. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry, Sorry people. Yeah. So the name Shredded Wheat was trademarked. Henry Perky died in 1910, and the <laughs> patent expired in 1912. So when the patent expires in 1912, uh, who pops out of the shadows in 1915 but Dr. Kellogg? <laughs> and he gets I a patent. Him literally pop- <laughs> Yeah, there's like a town crier, and he's like, "Hear ye, hear ye! The following patents are now expired." <laughs> and there's Dr. Kellogg in an alley, just like turning around. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He's like, "Now it's my turn." <laughs> 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 um, so he creates his own shredded wheat, and it actually goes to the Supreme Court. The Supreme about, Court. The Supreme Court ruled on the use of the name shredded wheat, and the Supreme Court ruled in favor of. Kellogg's that shredded wheat was a generic term and could not be trademarked. Yeah, you know what was responsible for that? Big cereal money. That's what was big cereal I mean, was behind that one. I mean, it is Kellogg's. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Versus at that time, it was the shredded wheat company. It was yeah, totally the little guy. Some operation out in Denver and Niagara Falls. Of course, Battle Creek, Michigan, not exactly a sprawling metropolis yeah. even now. But yeah, totally big brands just just crushing them. Yeah. This little, this little hippie brand, this the shredded wheat, little Colorado hippies trying to make some cereal. And what big cereal trying to crush the little guy, trying that's to right. big league him. We're just going to roll right into Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats because, I mean, that's really what we're here to talk about. Frosted Mini Wheats, I can't even say shredded wheat or any any kind of mm. wheat thing unless, without rolling that rolling right into that title. You heard me before. I couldn't even describe what the other things were. It's just Frosted Mini Wheats. That's just what it's called. So Frosted Mini Wheats. Uh, is the now this always messed me up as a kid because I'm like, how are these mini when they're the biggest cereal I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> right, like they're still huge. Yeah, um, but frosted mini wheats in the red box is your uh, rectangular, you know, frosting on one side, shredded wheat on the other. One of I think my favorite cereals to eat dry. To eat dry. Yeah, it's almost like you're eating a granola bar. By granola bar, do you mean like eating sweetened sandpaper? Because that's what's that's what's <laughs> more like. I like it dry. I mean, I like it with milk, obviously, but it's it's good dry. You don't feel like that you're being poked by a thousand needles as, as it goes down <laughs> your throat? No, but it definitely feels like I'm eating something that is absorbing all the liquid in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like you're eating a hedgehog that's like slurping up all of your saliva with a straw and then ran, like rampaging down your throat. Like that just seems like an uncomfortable way to eat cereal. Well, I chew it thoroughly, Nick. Oh, oh, you're one of those. 
A choosy food. I see. I bet you have your mouth closed when you're chewing too, fancy pants. Oh, highfalutin, I eat my food. I don't, I, I don't slurp it down. I just hope that it gets to my stomach to, to fill up my feelings. <laughs> I never said I wasn't eating away my feelings. Don't put words in my mouth, Nick. <laughs> oh, I'm Paul, and I don't eat things to fill the void in my heart. You're going to make me sad. <laughs> I think we've already established that you're sad because you want to pour milk directly into a cereal box and eat it right out of the bag. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Frito pie style. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> so for a long time, they just had the, the frosted mini wheats and then they had the bite size. Those are the little square ones. Which is, I mean, basically Kellogg's just realized how people were eating shredded wheat because everybody because you take when you put it in the bowl you're just breaking it up anyway i i spend time like it's like an extra labor for me to just pull it right out. i don't even pour the cereal out of the box i just pull the pieces out with my hands and just break it up put it in the bowl and then pour milk on it so you're snapping those things dry snapping them dry oh my god there must be shrapnel everywhere oh it's it's a messy process but it's one that's important for me it's like a shredded wheat asbestos in the air <laughs> Just, just, just those weird wiry dust just like floating around. Yeah, you're you're gonna get like a brown lung from that. <laughs> Watch out! Now you so, can punch your lung. <laughs> My God, it's everywhere. My eye. <laughs> uh, so, do you? I mean, I I haven't eaten frosted mini wheats in a while, but I think the last time I, I actually did prefer the the mini wheats versus the bite size. Thoughts. Bite size all the way. Bite size is where it's at. Uh, Interesting. I because I, I mean here's 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 one. I like the closed corners of, of the bite size. Ooh yeah that, yeah. That that's that's I, I do like that over the uh, like I said the rough sandpaper edges mm. of the uh, the mini wheats. It's like hermetically sealed. It's like they're thinking of you. They're just this is this is the more well engineered. This is like the the pinnacle of frosted mini wheat engineering. <laughs> is to close off the corners so that you didn't have to worry about the splinters that you can get from frosted mini wheats. Seriously, you get one of those in your thumb, you're, you're taking a sick day. <laughs> Doctors don't even know how to get that out. Because mm. they, they keep pulling on it, it keeps breaking off. You just have frosted mini wheats stuck in your thumb for the rest of your life. <laughs> I can envision that exactly how you said it. My God. Hold on, let me get my associate in here real quick. Bill, what do you make of this? He's like, God, I don't know what to do, dude. Do we like, pour milk on it? <laughs> We're just going to have to push it all the way in. That's just the only, that's the only answer. We're going to push it into your stomach, sir. <laughs> but it's in my thumb. I understand. <laughs> so, clear all my appointments until 3 o'clock. <laughs> Margie, clear my schedule. Clear my schedule. We have to, pu- uh, we have to push a, a mini wheat shrapnel back into somebody's stomach. Another one that's your third this week. It's an it's epidemic. It's an epidemic. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So they have all these flavors now too. Yeah, sure do. Yeah, and I, I have to be honest, I haven't tried any of them. Uh, I am a fan of the. Uh, basically, I'm a fan of anything that they do. I'm a fan of all their fruit flavor ones, and the, I think that do they have a cinnamon one? They do. I haven't they tried have, that. One uh, I haven't tried cinnamon. That one. Yeah, it's like cinnamon roll, I guess technically, but the packaging looks like their pop tart cereal is sort of where they're leaning. Right. Yeah. Which. Is that a thing? Because I feel like it should be a thing. It should be a thing. I feel like that, that's because Kellogg's owns Pop Tarts. I think. I think that's it. Might be where they're going, but even Kellogg's has got like a boundary. They've got a line that they can't cross. 
It's like we we know that pop tarts are not a real breakfast, so we can't actually put this in good conscience. Let you put this into a bowl and pretend that it's actual cereal. Yeah, but I think pop tart cereal is long overdue. It really is. It's 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 about it's bound to happen. I feel like that uh, President Trump will will enact pop tart cereal <laughs> if he allows us to still have cereal. <laughs> if he hasn't built a wall around everybody that eats cereal. He's going to, he's going to, it's going to be original shredded wheat. I feel like that's a government cereal, actually. <laughs> it, it is. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, that, although to me, that's a, that's a gulag cereal. That's a communist cereal is, is, is shredded wheat. It's like prison food. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> but it's just so like plain and very few ingredients and something that because of the way it's made, you know, they have to mass produce it. So there are just cases and cases and cases of it somewhere and it makes good kindling it sure does yeah you can burn and it makes good um stuffed animal stuffing (laughs) right yeah it's a if you if you uh, break it up enough you can put it on top of like vomit too so they can like soak up the vomit (laughs) and then you burn it yeah and then you burn it it's it it smells real bad but you know beggars can't be choosers i know there's barf in the hallway we're just trying to get it taken care of Wait, we, we ran out of sawdust, but we've got all of the shredded wheat. <laughs> Why are we using perfectly good sawdust when you have all the shredded wheat in the back? <laughs> yeah. We've, we've got a shuffle puck game going on. I need all the sawdust I can get. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's also big in the UK. They still eat original. Of course it's they sort do. of stiff up a little yeah. bit and all that. Of course, it's tradition. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw an entry. Oh, God. I, I'm not sure about this, mm-hmm. but raisin. Shredded wheat. Ugh, why does that sound so gross? Because it probably is. It sounds really gross. They're called raisin wheats. Ugh. And it's bite-sized shredded wheat, unfrosted, filled with raisins. Filled with raisins? <laughs> it sounds so terrible. Oh, God, it sounds like the worst. Why do you want frosted shredded? I'm not, not even frosted, right? It's just regular shredded. I don't think wheat. it's frosted. So no. you just you just have wheat raisin logs? That's what you're eating for breakfast? Cubes, yeah, it's Ugh. brutal. It's, uh, I, I don't. Do you do you like raisins? Like empirically, like raisins. You have a little box of sun-made raisins. Do you go for it, or you're like, eh, I'm not really. I'm hungry, but I'm not that hungry. I need I need a little something else with it. Like I can't get like the the just the regular raisins. I'll I'll eat I'll eat sultanas. I'll eat the the golden raisins maybe or yolk covered raisins. But like, I'm not I'm not going straight. You know, red grape raisins. Yeah. But you go raisins. Would you go traditional raisins in your oatmeal? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would here's the thing? Okay. It's like uh, there's a farmers market near me, and they do, and there's a woman there that, that like dries her own raisins. I love those raisins. Home dried raisins actually sounds really sounds good. really good, right? Yeah, they're really good. You should ask her about her thoughts on raisin wheats. <laughs> it should be universally dis- like everybody find that universally disgusting. It sounds horrifying. It sounds like it's seventy years old. Yeah, it's it sounds ancient. It sounds like a like a misstep that, n- that nobody caught. Yeah, it's like nobody wants to say there's like a booger in your nose, so you walk around all day with a booger in your nose. It's like nobody wants to say the cereal's not that good. Everyone's like, we don't want to offend the cereal, so let's just we'll just buy one like every couple of weeks. We'll just we'll secretly throw it away or like give it to the dog or something. So what you're saying is that shredded wheat raisin logs is like Nabisco's or, or Kellogg's or whoever. It's been it's yeah, been it's, the booger in their nose for years. It's been the uh, the white junk in the corner of your mouth for seventy years. 
It's appalling, it's, to be quite frank. Yeah, it's. I think that's the worst thing I've heard to come out of London in a long time. <laughs> uh, are you aware of some of the popular Frosted Mini Wheats marketing campaigns? Frosted Mini Wheats, the bite size, I know that they've got the uh, the kids that they're trying to prepare for school. Uh, yeah. I, I remember those, those commercials. I remember there being a commercial where they're like, uh, they, you can eat them with hot milk. And you could, uh, they had a bunch of them that are all like in a little sauna area. And uh, one of them had a little bit of Frosted Mini Wheat bite size butt. <laughs> they're eating them hot? Yeah, the, the premise of the ad is that mm. they, there's milk in a bowl, and the milk is hot. And it's just like a bunch of like frosted bite-sized mini-wheats, all the different flavors. They're all just like chilling it like it's a hot tub. I can get used to this, huh? It's nice. And they're all like talking about how you can just eat like frosted mini-wheats and, and the hot milk, and it's a, it's a nice treat for the morning. Try Kellogg's Frosted Mini-Wheats Hot. Just add warm milk. They all get out, and they're all wearing like uh, their towels around their waist because even frosted mini-wheats have their own shame. And uh, yeah, one of them uh, shows off as a little mini-wheat bite-sized butt. Dude, your eight layers are showing. Oops. That's interesting. It's a curious commercial. So they're they're eating it like a hot cereal, like you would do like oatmeal or something. Yeah, except that you will like actually cook the the mini wheat itself. Gotcha. You do hot milk. It's just the milk, okay. and you just pour the cereal into the milk and the hot milk. Huh. Yeah. I've, I forgot to mention, frosted mini wheats came out in 1969. So the frosted version. Oh really? It took them that long? Yeah. It took them like 60 years to come up with <laughs> frosting. 70 years of that raw wheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that raw, unadulterated wheat. Just I like, mean, like I can feel like I'm eating a cactus. That's what that is. It's like eating a cactus. Ooh, nailed it. And yeah, like those little ones at, at your desk at, in your cubicle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just chomping away at it. Just chomping away at that succulent cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the, uh, I believe there was a Frosted Mini Wheats commercial in the 80s where the cereal would flip. Like it'd be a real tight spot of the shoe, the spoon, and it would be like almost like Crispix, where it's like frosting, or it's like it's got delicious shredded wheat, and then zoop, and a delicious layer of frosting. Yeah, I think I remember that too. Yeah, those were pretty legit. And then they had the really, I really remember where it's the adult, oh. and they're like, I love the crunchy wheat taste of Kellogg's Mini Wheats. And then they were turned into a kid, like, and they'd be like in a, in a suit. So it's like the guy's in a suit and he turns into a kid and he's like comically in this oversized suit. <laughs> like, but the kid in me loves the frosting on top. But the frosting side agrees with the little kid in me. <laughs> Those were awesome. Those were good. Yeah. Because the kid in me does love the frosting on top. I mean, seriously, I think the adult likes the frosting too. I mean, the human in us loves the frosting. Yeah. It's just, if you're eating like just straight shredded wheat with no frosting, you're... Why are you punishing yourself? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Why are you doing that to yourself? What is your life that you can't eat some frosting on your mini-wheats? I mean, life is too short to eat unfrosted shredded wheat. YOLO, my friends. I mean, make a bumper Yolo. sticker out of that. Yeah. <laughs> life is too short for you to not be eating frosted on your wheats. Seriously. It's like you have an option for regular or unfrosted. You have an option for frosted. <laughs> like... How is that an option? Like, <laughs> right. that's a no-brainer. Come on. It's a pretty basic cereal. Um, Kellogg's has a bunch of varieties. Post makes it. You know, Barbara's makes one. Uh, the Puffins oh, people. Oh, Barbara's, yeah. Oh, you get on on that. I like them. I like Barbara's. See, now that I would actually try. Yeah. Barbara's original shredded wheat. Yeah, that sounds good. The new original. <laughs> the new original. Um, this blew me away. Uh -huh. You have shredded wheat. Yes. You have the Nabisco brand buying shredded wheat in the, I just said it, 
the 20s. Yeah. What else is Nabisco producing in the early 1900s? Trisket. Trisket? It's it's salted shredded wheat. It's the same thing. It is. It's salted shredded wheat. How did I not see this? I do love Triscuits. Triscuit is a polarizing cracker. Triscuit is a cracker that uh, also has so many splinters in it. It also Mm -hmm. gets like, it also goes down your throat and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, like it's got brambles. It's like you're eating thorns. (laughs) We didn't eat Triscuits growing up. Why not? I don't think my parents cared for them because they were so dense. Oh, fair enough. I think it was more like a Ritz. Oh, you, you know what? We were a big Wheat Thins house. Oh, were you? Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, also Nabisco, but we liked Wheat Thins. Yeah, I feel like that it was a Trisket versus Wheat Thins kind of world. But see, it's all about what you put on a Trisket. You can't put some weak, lightweight topping. On on original Trisket. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking like it's got to be summer sausage, a thick piece of cheddar cheese. It's got to have something that when you chew... The thorns are going to absorb into the flavor and you're not left with like, oh, the topping's gone, but I still have half a cracker in my mouth I have to gnaw through. <laughs> right. And and with, without the toppings, now my my esophagus has been shredded. It's, mm-hmm. it's just basically nothing but cuts and, and scrapes now. And I have no water left because we're on a road trip. <laughs> right. Exactly. And why did I bring Triscuit on a road trip? I'm the worst road trip planner ever. That really is. Triscuits are really the worst road trip snack crack. Yeah, that and bran muffins. <laughs> and cans of beans. Cans of beans are also oh, really bad. Oh, boy. Yeah, unless you got a convertible, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Triscuit was uh, basically the same process, same ingredients, but just salted and done as a cracker. Uh, I mean, I love Triscuits. Triscuits are, there's like a rosemary flavor. Yep. Like, yep. And yeah, there's like a cracked pepper one. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that their flavored ones are like some of the best crackers out there. Do you ever top Triscuits? Like you'll eat the flavored ones plain? Oh, flavored ones plain, yeah. I'll, I'll just... oh, that's, a bold, that's a bold move, man. I mean, I'm a bold guy. Do you ever put Easy Cheese on them? Perish the thought. Easy Cheese. Was there ever a point in your life when you liked Easy Cheese? I think when I was a teenager, and but only because when I was a teenager, I was only, I was if I could just absorb food through my pores, I would have done it. <laughs> It's just I just was it was just a constant intake of food. I just couldn't stop eating food. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there was a point that easy cheese was there because it was an easier cheese. It was an easier. It was basically like a condiment. Like I was just like I would just dip things in easy cheese the same way that people would dip it into ketchup or mustard. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah, well, I lived an amazing life. <laughs> You're like the Dosakis guy. <laughs> I am the snack and cereal Dosakis guy. You're the Trace Quesos guy. <laughs> Uh, I think I, there was a period when I really liked Easy Cheese, and it was the point in my life when I realized I could go, like when I was in college, I could go out and buy Easy Cheese on my own man. and eat it right from the can. College was something else for you, man. I mean, it really was a, the like the the reawakening of a young man. <laughs> um, but the, now when you, like, you think about the concept of squirting cheese out of a room temperature whipped cream can... It's pretty gross. <laughs> it's really, it's revolting. It's revolting. Yeah, it's yeah. like, whoosh. I used to eat this. I mean, I used to buy this. <laughs> I used to spend my hard-earned cash on this. I could have bought yeah. another box of gold grams. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, it's sort of along the lines of uh, shredded wheat. There's a cereal out there that I don't, I don't even have the courage to buy. Wow, this must be intense. It's called Uncle Sam. Oh. <sighs> 
No, but I, I, the, who has bought that cereal? Have you seen it? Yeah, it's in a, it's in the tiny box. Well, that's because it, it's so power packed with fiber and whole wheat. I believe it has no sugar in it. <laughs> it's a box colonoscopy. So you've seen it, but you've never had it. Yeah, I've never had it. So this cereal is a hundred years old, Uncle Sam cereal. Really? Toasted whole wheat, whole wheat berry flakes. So they cook whole wheat berries. So the whole oh. tip of the wheat. That's even more disgusting than I thought. So it's not even like fruit berries. It's it's the actual it's, f- wheat yeah. berry. Gross. Yeah. Okay. They cook it with salt, oh. whole flax seed, and a touch of barley malt to enhance the natural nutty flavor of the whole grains. And then they steam them until they're soft and roll them into flakes and oven toast them. it's it's got a great box though that's what attracted me to it and it's got a huge 10 grams of fiber per serving (laughs) ribbon on it (laughs) nick only four ingredients that sounds like punishment food that's like Mm -hmm. something that my parents be like okay well because you stole our car and crashed it into the side of a building and then robbed an old lady and then uh, and then stepped on a grass when there's a sign that clearly said that you couldn't step on the grass. For the, for this for these crimes, we are taking away your frosted mini wheats and you have to eat Uncle Sam cereal. Mm-hmm. And then and then the UN would step in and say that that was cruel and unusual punishment. Mm-hmm. They need to put Uncle Sam on this box, and I would say I want you. To have an accident in traffic this morning. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it called Uncle Sam? Because this is what they serve them at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> is this how we get? Is this how we get all our terrorist information? They, they actually don't waterboard people. They Uncle Sam them. <laughs> they actually the bar- They actually beg to be waterboarded after they they bring out the, the Uncle Sam cereal. They serve them Uncle Sam and they play the Barney song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, please. Please, with the with the milk that you are pouring on top of the cereal, please just pour it onto my face, and I'll tell you whatever you need. I, my my mouth is so dry; it's so dry. So um, somehow we need to. I think we just we may have to just get a box of Uncle Sam and go for it. <laughs> just punish ourselves with Uncle Sam. Four ingredients, dude. It's it's like half of it's like in in beer. You could yeah. It's like malt barley. It's basically, it's just you just sprinkle some hops on top and just like put it in a closet for for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And you got beer. Maybe that's why this has lasted so long. They serve it in prison. They make toilet beer out of it. <laughs> they make the toilet beer out of Uncle Sam cereal. <laughs> so um, somehow we got off track a little bit, but I think I think that's okay. That's fine. So shredded wheat. It's a staple. But you can make staples out of it. You can make staples out of it. You can actually, yeah, you can actually uh, attach sheets of paper together with the splinters off of a shred wheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yep. like for the for the love of all things that are good, just eat it frosted. Yes. Don't tease yourself with this idea that you're going to eat shredded wheat without the frosting on it, so you can be healthy. Like don't don't punish yourself like that. Nobody deserves that. You don't. You're better than that, man. You're better than I that. would make a recommendation if you're gonna if you feel like you want to try the original big shredded wheat before you buy it, go on Pinterest see if there's anything you can do with the shredded wheat after you eat two, <laughs> because you're not gonna eat the whole box. Not, and you don't want to just throw it away. So like, make sure that you can like make earrings out of it, or that you can uh, I don't know stuff ornament hooks ornament hooks. 
uh, frame it as a testament, like a trophy, like an I did it trophy. You could make a frame out of the pieces, like uh, like bri- like they were uh, wood blocks. Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah. You can use them as blocks. You could, yeah, exactly. You could just make Lincoln logs out of it. You could uh, maybe shim that table that keeps wobbling. Uh, you could <laughs> you could uh, put them on the end of a bat and like use it. It's like a nail bat that way. It's like a it's like a, a <laughs> like a weapon from the warriors. Yeah. <laughs> and because it'll be the only thing in your pantry that survives the apocalypse. <laughs> um, get the get the frosted mini wheats. Try all the flavors. Just because I didn't doesn't mean you don't have to. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Icing, baby. It's icing on the shredded wheat. New saying. Patent patent pending. Paul Tilbury. <laughs> I think that you're safe on that one. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to use that tomorrow on a call. <laughs> That's, that's frosting on the shredded wheat, buddy. Oh, yeah. Up top, oh, guys. Yeah. Up top, guys. They'll be like, wait a minute. Are you the super serial podcast guy? And I'm like, uh, please, I, I can't hold a candle to that guy. <laughs> that's Nick. <laughs> no pictures, please. My hair is a mess. Yeah, please, please, guys. I'm, I'm just trying to do my job like everybody else in this world. <laughs> and now our fans hate me. <laughs> but speaking of fans, if you want to pretend to be our fan or if you want to mm. find a way to hate paul you can follow yes. us on several social media platforms uh we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on tumblr as a super serial podcast and we're on twitter as super serial pod all of this is true it is uh you can listen to our show on itunes soundcloud stitcher is stitcher like a bad guy from the saw movies <laughs> he should be he sound, Stitcher he, sounds. He sounds like. Uh, a, is that the doctor from Human Centipede, Doctor Stitcher? <laughs> he does sound like like an eighties horror movie villain. <laughs> uh, and, also, and Google Play Music. And Google right? Play Music, which uh, is an up and coming platform by this up and coming com- company called uh, uh, Google. Have you heard of the Google? Have you heard of Google? I mean, I'm still a web crawler man, but I'll try it. <laughs> I'm still using Altavista. I'm still using Dogpile. So. You know, my Lycos email just does not like HTML format. I'm really concerned if uh, I might have to call their customer support line and see what's happening. <laughs> I'm still using that Hotbot. Hotbot's doing me right right now. We love reviews. We love your feedback. We love your suggestions. Leave us a review on iTunes. It lets us know that we're uh, doing a good job. It uh, lets lets us know that we're doing a bad job, but it just lets us know. Uh, and you know, if you if you feel like you can't give us that five star review, please contact us directly, and we'll 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 make it right with you. Yeah, that's the that's the Paul Tilbian guarantee. He'll, he'll make it's it. It's right. like a GM dealer over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's been shredded wheat and Uncle Sam. This is Paul, and this is Nick, and this has been cereal. 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 cereal.